Our latest one is Ramsey Solutions. Dave Ramsey over there. Dude, Entree Leadership Podcast, uh, their event, everything. Dude, they talk about us four or five times every single time. The podcast a couple times in every episode. Dude, that it's ridiculous, bro. Like our our numbers on Legion, like for a Facebook ad campaign, if you're wanting to get new clients, you're looking at like maybe $150 per showed up appointment. For Dave Ramsey, dude, like 75 bucks. When I say like, I mean, we're at $75 cost per appointment. Those are referral leads, not some cold lead where they were sitting on the commode and like, oh, dude, this looks like a cool ad. You know, like this is like somebody sent them. You know what I mean? On this episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ad Podcast, we have JC Height. JC is the founder and CEO of Height International, a holding company focused on marketing and communications and is one of the fastest growing marketing agencies in the US. You're gonna wanna hear from JC on how to form killer sponsors to drive more leads, the new agency model that everyone is going crazy about, and my favorite, why cash flow is one of the most important things for agencies to scale. Buckle up for this one, folks. This is going to be a great episode. But before we begin, visit funnel-.com if you are an agency owner or media buyer to hear about how you can scale your ads and get cash back. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Zach Johnson and Dylan Carpenter. All right, everybody, we're back in action with another episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ad Podcast. We got your host today, Zach Johnson and Dylan Carpenter in the house. What's good, Zach? You ready for this? Yeah, man. I'm pumped. Oh, yeah. So today we got a special guest, a good friend of mine, Mr. JC Height, the founder of Height Digital. He's got some crazy cool stuff cooking in the kitchen over there in agency land. And I mean, you know, KFC, McDonald's, how those are franchises. We're going to be diving into the franchise model for agencies. But these guys shoot probably touch 24 plus million a year in ad spend across Google and Facebook. So they're heavy hitters and know what they're doing. So, I mean, JC, what's good, man? Thanks for jumping on the podcast. Dylan, bro. Thanks for having me, man. I'm super pumped to chat with you guys today. Hell yeah. And you got a killer view over there in Nicaragua, man. That looks freaking flawless. Bro, I don't like the cold, man. Nicaragua <laughs> stays about 90 degrees all year. That's about what I like. So we got to stick it over here. That is cozy, man. So give everybody a little background of kind of, you know, who you are, kind of what you're getting into. So everybody has some context. Yeah, bro. I was, uh, <clears throat> you know, I started off in like the tech ed world, ended up uh, parting ways with a company, got it over to IBM actually when I exited and uh, got into the ad world. This was like six years ago. I actually haven't, I haven't been in very long. It's crazy. And um, six years ago, I joined a, a, an organization and uh, got some equity, and we grew to about 1,500 clients, give or take about 300 uh, team members. And about three years in, I exited. I, uh, and it just wasn't, wasn't a culture fit. It wasn't the right fit for me and uh, decided to part ways and got rid of the non-compete, got rid of everything. And uh, man, we started hype. We started from scratch three years ago, I think three years ago and maybe two months. And 87, excuse me, 88 team members later, new one started today, 88 team members later, we're, uh, dude, it's been, it's been an incredible journey. We've been growing and learning and scaling and uh, 
and ultimately, you know, trying to figure out how do we, how do we create a, a more dependable, scalable system for, for agencies throughout the, throughout the world and, and specifically in like North and South America, how do we create something that's very scalable, but at the same time, same time, very sustainable in the market, which is, uh, which is tough. Oh yeah. I mean, even before talking with you before this, I mean, churn's a huge issue and I know you popped out some super juicy numbers to where you're making an impact on some agencies already, even this year alone, man. Dude. And you know, this is one thing, you know, a lot of, not a lot of people know about franchising and how it works. And even myself, like, dude, I know nothing about franchising as like a tradition, but do some of the interesting things there when you, when you decide or, or inquiring, like, man, I, I, I think I want to buy into a franchise model. One of the things is they have to be very accurate. They can't BS. You know, you hear about these like, I'm going to get you to 10K in 90 days or 100K in two weeks or a billion dollars in 22 minutes. Like, dude, we can't say any of that. We can only speak facts. We can only speak things that we can prove. Why is that? Because it's treated as an investment, right? Like Dylan's buying into a system that is supposed to work. What is the proof that it's going to work, right? And dude, we launched this model. I think we we're one of the first ones. We launched it in November and uh, did our training for the first group of five in December. We're three and a half months. Dude, it's it's been insane, the numbers we've been getting. It's been crazy, dude. How many cities are you in so far? So we just sold our sixth city. Um, and and we're, I mean, we're maxed out. Like our goal, we kind of have not a waiting line, but you know, we're, we're approving them very slowly because it's, dude, we gotta, we gotta make sure we're partnering with the right people because again, I got to disclose everything, right? And so if we get we bring in Dylan and Dylan sucks and Dylan's agency crashes in 2 months, now I got to report to everyone else in the future like, dude, I sold 10 and 3 of them went bankrupt or 2 of them went bankrupt, right? And so it's dude, it's so crucial to bring in the right people at the right time and uh, you know, to really be able to make it happen. And what's a sweet spot for kind of who these, you know, qualified candidates are that are good quality in your <sighs> eyes? Dude, like this is this is what's interesting. You know, when we first started, I was like Dude, no one that's big is going to jump into this, right? Like, why would someone that's already doing 50,000 in revenue a month jump into a franchise model? We've actually seen half of our agencies that have joined are already doing 35, 40K and above, which is crazy to me. Well, why is that? Well, it's because what we've seen now, like really digging in and like pitching this model is that a lot of agencies, they hit this like plateau mark. So you mentioned churn a few minutes ago. Churn is so crucial. Really good agencies normally they can get where they can sell like six, 7,000 in, in new services rendered per month. Let's just dream that number. And what a lot of us don't realize is that our average churn over time, like national average in the US is like around 10 to 12%. So this is great. You sell 7,000, you, you, you net six, but then the next month you sell 7,000 and you net like 5.5 and eventually you get to this number. Maybe it's around 40 or 50, 60 grand where you're selling let's say you're selling four grand, but you have 40,000 in clients, you turn 10% and you're just rotating, right? You're rotating and, and it's like, now you gotta pick up the sales, right? So, you know, at the original agency I was at where I said we have 1500 clients, dude, we were losing 125 clients a month. So we had to sell 125 just to break even, right? And so like these, there's these tiers. And so, dude, the right fit, dude, I'm trying to figure that out myself. About half of our franchises have come in, you know, in that 35 to 40K or above, we had half of them came in at zero, nothing, you know, or maybe they had like a hosting plan already sold and about half, uh, excuse me, about a third, a third and a third have come in at about 10,000 to 12,000 in revenue. You know, they're getting started, but you know, four or five clients. 
That makes total sense. So let's dive into the good stuff now. So of course, on the podcast, we love to kind of dive into the rich ad, aka what's working good for you at this kind of point in time. Yeah. So I mean, what's working good for you over there, dude? I'll tell you what, man. So you know, we we really focus on ad spend a lot. You know, with Google, it's super important. The, the more you spend in ad spend, the 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 better the relationships, the better the relationships can be with those different types of channels, especially with Google. Even more so with Microsoft. And Facebook, nobody cares about. Um, <laughs> and so it's so freaking crucial. What we found is so we focus a lot on our ad spend at the client level. And how are we gaining that the most, I think, is really important and crucial. And, dude, that's that's through partnerships, dude. Mm. One of the We all know that referrals are by far the best lead gen. And there's coaches out there that tell you, like, referrals are not scalable. But I'm here to tell you they are. And they're called sponsorships. Like, how do I get some of the biggest brands and names in the world to talk about me? Well, you can pay them to is one way. Now you can have enough quality where they just want to talk to you about it or be pretty enough so they want to talk about you. But you can also pay them to. And we do. We we have crushed it in that. Dude, our latest our latest one is Ramsey Solutions. Dave Ramsey over there, dude. Entree Leadership Podcast, uh, their event, everything, dude. They talk about us four or five times every single time. The podcast a couple of times in every episode. Dude, mm. that it's ridiculous, bro. Like our our numbers on Legion, like for a Facebook ad campaign, if you're like wanting to get new clients, you're looking at like maybe $150 per showed up appointment. For Dave Ramsey, dude, we're like 75 bucks. When I say like, I mean, we're at $75 cost per appointment. Mm. Those are referral leads, not some cold lead where they were sitting on the commode and like, oh, dude, this looks like a cool ad. You know, like this is like somebody sent them. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And this is all from freaking sponsorships, man. I imagine it, it, was it an easy one to close or was it a pretty tedious process? <laughs> dude, I mean, it's just like anything else, right? Like anything worth getting is is tough, right? So like, I mean, we and we're constantly reaching out to different sponsors and different opportunities and going, okay, how can we make this work? What can we do? Right. And we're, we're really, we're specifically looking for either a paper account methodology or a paper lead methodology, right? We're trying not to do too many of those where it's like 10 K up front and then maybe you get leads, maybe you don't. Right. And there's a lot of our dude, especially right now, <clears throat> especially these guys that, you know, that maybe the the big organization, like digital marketer reached out to me the other day. Right. And they wanted us to sponsor their, one of their podcasts. Well, all of these guys, they had these huge events. They had these huge circuits, so they didn't need sponsorships. But now those events are not doing so hot, right? And so they're all looking for other ways to sponsor and get revenue uh, with their other platforms, right? Do you think these sponsors, you kind of mentioned like, you know, these events are kind of, you know, just haven't been around. Do you think these sponsorships are more valuable in the COVID era or after this COVID era when there's going to be more in-person events, essentially? To where you're going to be sponsored freaking everywhere and just kind of be on all these podcasts names on billboards that kind of style if that makes sense i think it's all about i mean it's you know the the cost of events are really interesting we're ad world is coming up here in a couple of weeks i don't know what the podcast released it might be after or before but you know ad world our sponsorship there i think is like thirty thousand bucks right and we're like the keynote sponsor so seth golden's on, on stage speaking we're behind him right yeah. and uh you know we're, we're expecting some really high returns on on that but it, you know it's a compact it's just like with anything else right like it, it's going okay what is my cost per impression so for us it's a stage right or a podcast it's it's listeners downloads and and of that what is my cost per 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 conversion to the site right cost per click or whatever you want to call it uh, and then, and then you kind of going through that funnel and measuring it out. Like, what is your, um, 
we treat it no different than a Google campaign, right? So we're looking at our cost per visitor on that specific landing page related to Dave Ramsey. We're looking at our the conversion rate of that landing page. We're looking then the close rate of that. So what we found is like with Ramsey, dude, I mean, we have a 30, I think a 39% close rate on those leads. Oof. That's in month one. So that's not counting like, oh, maybe we close them next month, right? That's stupid. That's, that's really, really good, which means yeah. even though I am paying less for that lead, I would be willing to pay much more for that lead, right? Because it's such a strong lead for me. And so, man, events, sponsorships, those type of things, bro, we're going like deep into, and for us, it's all about getting, obviously expanding the business on the revenue side, but also expanding the partnership with these big channels, right? Oh, and you're hitting the, you're hitting the jackpot over there. It's, it's kind of funny because I remember listening to Zach's you know, pitches back in the day to agencies and hey, if your LTV is 50K, you should be willing to put, you know, 10% of that to acquire that customer. So we're looking at 5K right there to where if you're getting leads for 75 bucks, closing 39% in that first month, dude, that's like juicy. Dude, it's, uh, don't tell too many people about it. So I got a long contract <laughs> with them. So there's nothing they could do. <laughs> I guess they would be, but dude, I mean, there's, there's so many opportunities like that out there. And I think podcasts are a big one, dude. I think reaching out to podcasts, I mean, every, who, you can even get on the small podcast and say, dude, I want to sponsor it and I'll pay you $75 per text in. And even if they're small, let's say they have a hundred visitors. I mean, if you get something, you get something. If you don't, it doesn't matter, bro. And, and I think there's a lot of opportunities like that with smaller guys that are just trying to get the opportunity to make money on their podcast or their YouTube channel or their TikTok or whatever. And you can build a model that makes sense for them and, and keeps you in good shape. Mm, I love this, man. So that's pretty. Let's go to the ugly now, man. Let's dive into this poor ad segment. What's something y'all thought would just kill it that absolutely flopped? Oh, bro. <laughs> so listen, I'm uh, debating on saying this out loud, but, but I'm going to do it because I, <laughs> most of your listeners, honestly, will, will disagree with me wholeheartedly. And especially the coaches listening will disagree with me, bro. But I published a video, uh, I think it was in the, it was January 2020, where I basically said that I thought Facebook ads within a couple of years would be gone, right? The way we know it today, in terms of lead gen, gone. And, and I think it's coming, man. I, I really think it's coming. Facebook is having a lot of issues and you have a lot of agencies and this is where, you know, Simon Sinek talks about, you know, the goal of success here is like just staying in business. You know, you can always scale, you can always grow, but the moment you go out of business, then you're, then you're done. And I think the security there of the channels is so important. If you're building an agency and 80% of your revenue is built on a product, a channel like Facebook, number one, their support is terrible. It's really hard. Number two, like it's, it's really unclear why an ad might be disapproved or where an account got banned or whatever. Like it's really having a lot of struggles there, right? And this is my 80% of my revenue, 70, 60, whatever. But if it's above 40%, I think you really have to look at those things. Not only that, dude, if you look, we did a, uh, I did a case study with uh, WordStream a couple of years ago. And with WordStream, we found, we found on average with Facebook, with people running Facebook ads, the average churn is about 25% across the board. Now you can make any excuse up in the world. Maybe the ads didn't work. Maybe the account, maybe the objections weren't clear. Maybe the expectations weren't set. doesn't matter. 25% turnover month over month with Facebook. PBC was around 12. SEO was around 5%. Well, mm. that changes the game dramatically. And then you look at just their whole entire bidding platform for Facebook. Dude, I mean, if you think about it, like 
discrimination is illegal in this country. And so if you think about Facebook ads, I'm going to show you an ad based on your sex, based on your location, i.e. revenue, right? This zip code versus that zip code, this side of the bridge versus that one, right? Oh yeah. I'm going to show you based on your interest. Like all these things are like inherently kind of against uh, policy at scale, right? And, and you're starting to see that, right? Like with real estate, you can no longer age discriminate on real estate. You have to show your ads in real estate from 14 year olds yeah. all the way up. Right. And so I think you're going to start seeing that more and more and more. And it's not about Facebook inherently bad. It's about understanding our numbers, understanding our data as we're scaling our agencies and understanding and looking and going, where is my churn? Why are clients really leaving me? And what are the correlations there and how can I pivot? Right. And so, um, man, I think in terms of ads, I'm going to, I'm going to speak much, much more holistically. I think that individuals, agencies that are focusing a majority of their revenue of their business in supporting Facebook ads, I think are in for some rough months and years ahead. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you can even see in Facebook groups of people struggling in the special ad categories. So, I mean, it's going to get trickier and trickier without a doubt, especially with all the regulations and all the Apple changes. So, I mean, yep. it's one of those wild rides you got to buckle up for. And, you know, but hey, when it comes down to it, for those who kind of thrive in that environment, I mean, it's going to kill off Darwinism at its finest. It's going to kill off the low advertising agencies and hey, the other ones are going to thrive. So it's That's definitely right. an interesting perspective out there. Do with any, with any, apocalypse or problem, there's a ton of people who win. Like even COVID, dude, there was, a, there was a ton of people who lost in COVID, but there was also people that made a ton of money oh, yeah. off of that, right? And so with every shift in economics, like it, it, it creates a ton of opportunities. So you're 100% on point there. Oh, oh, I'm loving this. This episode is brought to you by Funnel Dash's ad card, the only charge card exclusively for your digital ad spend in partnership with MasterCard. And if you are an aggressive affiliate dealing with dozens of ad accounts, or you are in gray hat or black hat verticals, such as drop shipping, CBD, or other verticals where you're dealing with ad accounts getting shut down, business managers getting shut down, or even de-platform from platforms like Facebook and Google, then you absolutely need to check out Funnel Dash's ad card. We give you unlimited free virtual debit and credit cards. So you can have a dedicated card for every single ad account campaign. And you can attach any name and address in the US so you have complete anonymity on the card and at the card level. Plus, one of my favorite features is that you don't have to pre-fund or even top off like most typical virtual card solutions today. So if this is you and you're operating these verticals, whether you're an agency or an advertiser, then check out AdCard at FunnelDash.com. All right, man, the final piece of the pie, the last puzzle piece. You know, with the name of the podcast, we'd love to kind of meet in the crossroads of marketing and some sort of, you know, financial principles or tips there. Yeah, so what kind of financial tip or principle can you kind of share with the audience based off of your expertise and background? You know, it's interesting. So I, I don't know if you know this, Dylan, but I was a, I was a financial advisor. Uh, I, like I did 20. not. I, I like 20. I was a financial advisor. I was in, I started banking when I was 17. I was the courier because I couldn't legally be, you know, a teller and uh, ended up being a teller. And then right after college became a financial advisor. And, you know, one of the things I am most proud of at height, like my biggest accomplishment so far was 2020, we didn't fire one person and we didn't cut one salary, right? Like we, we, I mean, we held, held true and we, I mean, it was, a, it was actually a really good year for us overall. We had some bad months, of course, March, April, May. And I think a lot of that has to do with some of our principles on finance. I mentioned Dave Ramsey as one of our sponsors. And so obviously we, we kind of halfway like the guy, not that I agree with everything he says, 
like at all, but there's some really sound principles. And I think agency owners, because of our industry that we're in, it's constantly shifting. Like even within how you do Google today, three or four years ago is different. SEO is so different. Facebook is different. There, because there's so much shift there, the more uh, the more stable we are, the more we have in terms of leverage of being able to shift, time to shift, time to think, I think the easier things are going to be. And so at height, again, specific, my real estate company, we have tons of debt, right? But with the marketing company, we have zero debt in the company and we have a lot of liquid cash savings. I mean, a lot. And so for me, I think in terms of like financial, you know, advice here, I would definitely say if you're growing a scaling agency, even if you're a bigger one, right? We're doing several hundred thousand a month in revenue. I would still be going, okay, how much money do I have in the bank? And when I when I count money in the bank, I don't count cash, I count months, right? And so at height, if we have 200,000 in the bank, that can that means we can survive four weeks, right? Like that's not a lot of money, right? Man. If you have 300,000 in the bank, and your expenses are only 10,000. Okay, cool. You got a ton of money in the bank, right? And so how many months of savings do you have? Because that correlates your ability to make decisions when you have to shift. So I'll give you an example in March, dude, of last year, bro, when everybody was like at this pickle because clients were just leaving. Well, you're in a pickle because your employees, your staff cost a certain amount, right? And so, so there's only so much you can discount your product before you're like just losing money, right? And so you, you discount a certain amount if they leave, so be it. And you're just gonna have to let go people. What height do we took, like we were doing SEO for like 50 bucks a month, right? Like stupid cheap. Why? Because we had savings. We knew we could last for a really long time, even if we had 30 or 40,000 in revenue. Well, what did that do for us? That made us be able to bounce back that much quicker because our clients were still our clients and they were still getting marketing services, which means my clients were selling quicker than any of my competitors' clients, mm. right? And so they were bouncing back twick, quicker and I can lift. Dude, August was our most profitable month in co company history. Basically four or five months, whatever, after the, the pandemic hit, right? And so, so I think for us, you know, the biggest things that we do from a financial pillar standpoint, we save as much money as we can. Our goal is uh, maybe by the end of 2023, but 2022, our goal is to have a full four months of liquid cash savings, right? Which is, mm. which is a lot. It's tough. Uh, and then not have any debt, man, because it's uh, it, 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 when when those tough times happen or when a shift happens, you can get caught, and, uh, and it's tough. It's really tough. So you're just not a debt guy at all, then? I I I think there's good debt. So this is where I would disagree with Ramsey on a little bit, but I think that there's also bad debt, you know. And uh, and if you're not sure what it is, then it's probably bad debt. Um, <laughs> right oh yeah well shoot this has been freaking enticing so what's the best way we can kind of support you you know how can you know you kind of listen up to the audiences here and you know how can they kind of reach out to you yeah bro i mean you can find me on instagram i think that the, the marketing department even has me on tiktok doing stuff you can find <laughs> me anywhere right bro like i'm i'm uh depending on if you're 12 or 30 out there listening uh, dude, if you're interested in the, the franchise model or just learning more, just having a conversation, franchise.heightdigital.com is a good place to connect with us. And uh, I'm pretty open, man. We're just all about having conversations. If we're an awesome fit, awesome. If not, we'll help you find the right fit. We don't care. So you may come back later. So um, yeah, anywhere. Hell yeah, man. Well, JC, man, thanks for jumping on. We're going to have to have you come back on in six months to kind of gauge how it's been going, man. I'm pumped. Well, let's do it, bro. We'll put it in the calendar. Hope you all have Hell a good one. Yeah. Woo! Well, thanks, everybody. Thanks, JC. See you guys.
Thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Rich Ad Poor Ad Podcast. If you're like me and listen to podcasts on the go, go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and richadpoorad.com slash podcast. And if you absolutely love the show, go ahead and leave a review and a comment, share with a friend. If you do, take a copy, screenshot of it, email me, zach at funneldash.com, show me you left a review, and I'll give you a free copy of the Rich Ad Poor Ad book. To learn more about the book, go to richadpoorad.com. To leave a review, go to richadpoorad.com slash review. Thanks again.